plentiful egg sandwiches and really gooey souffles are possibly not the most discussed aspects of film and television production, but according to our correspondent from the storytelling industrial complex, such treats often make the difference on set between a good working environment and all hell breaking loose, as Rob Long explains. This is Rob Long with Martini Shot. The best way to give somebody bad news is you first give them something to eat. And that's basically the idea behind what we in Hollywood call craft services, otherwise known to newcomers to the business as, holy moly, look at that huge table of snacks. And it's, well, it's, it's what it is. It's a huge table of snacks, originally designed to feed water and otherwise satisfy the between-meal cravings of the various craft guilds that make show business work. Following the principle that hungry people are angry people and that angry, hungry people are the last people you want handling six-ton pieces of equipment and million-dollar movie sets and wires with 18 zillion volts of electricity crackling through them, inches from the neck and face of America's beloved TV and film stars. Well, providing unlimited free sugary carbohydrates, well, that feels like a bargain. But that simple calculation has morphed over time to include the need to placate everyone involved in a film or TV production. I had a show on the air years ago that involved a lot of complicated location filming. So we had weather trouble and airplane noise trouble and crowd control trouble and all sorts of trouble that could only really be solved, it turned out, by an enterprising craft service guy passing out a tray of mini egg salad sandwiches at 10 o'clock in the morning. Now egg salad doesn't solve production problems, of course, but it's soothing and eggy and pleasantly bland and it doesn't take much energy to chew, so eating one, or in my case, eating a fistful, is a little like sucking on a mayonnaise pacifier. You just forget what you're supposed to be upset about. I know of a certain major television showrunner who had the craft service person whip up at the end of a long shoot mini chocolate souffles. And as they were shooting pickup shots and retakes, which is always a tedious process, and at the end of a long shoot, it's the time when tempers are short and people unravel, well, the showrunner would sit in a director's chair, face and lips smeared with gooey chocolate, staring slack-jawed and glassy-eyed at the monitors, They're just mini souffles, the showrunner would say, as if that somehow made it less elaborate. But the truth was, they weren't mini at all. They were served in one-quart ramekins with a double big spoon, like a big chocolate pacifier. The entire crew was narcotized by chocolatey goo, placated enough to get through the late hours without killing each other. A peaceful and happy set for the price of a 100 chocolate souffles and a certain amount of type 2 diabetes. Now, I know a former network president who let it be known that he wouldn't be offended if during the shooting of the many, many pilot episodes he attended during pilot selling season, if a bottle of his preferred Cabernet was available to sip on in the green room as he watched the proceedings on a monitor. So, of course, the studio trying to sell the pilot series made sure that there was a bottle in the green room. And so the next studio, also vying for the same slot on that network schedule, put out two bottles. It escalated into a half case until eventually we were asking the production assistant to take a case directly to the network executive's car when he arrived and, of course, any leftover bottles after the shoot. 
Now, a network executive isn't really a member of a Hollywood craft guild in any sense of the term, but the idea of craft services, it's all about soothing, easing tempers, making difficult situations go better with chocolate and wine and salty snacks. And then, of course, one day you discover that you need a new belt. This has happened on every show or film set I've ever been on. Eventually, somebody gets all up in the craft service table, somebody with clout and an obsession with health, and suddenly the chips and M&Ms and double-stuffed Oreos get replaced by the good stuff, the healthy stuff, by rice cakes and carrot sticks and power bars and things with carob and antioxidants. And then suddenly people start to lose a little of that extra flab. They have more energy and things happen faster. Trouser buttons meet and button without strain or curses. But then before you know it, the entire production is at each other's throats. The network is feuding with the studio. The studio is trying to fire the producer. The craft guilds, which are the whole reason we have craft services in the first place, end up cranky and hungry and maybe a little careless with the 80-pound lights dangling above the head of the million-dollar star. And that is when the egg salad comes back with the ice cream bars and the cookies. Except now... As each studio and union sorts out the new post and, frankly, current COVID rules, one thing is certain, there will be no craft services tables anywhere. Food spreads are what is known in the epidemic trade as vectors. So they're banned for the near future. And that means some very grumpy, very hungry, ill-tempered production sets and sound stages and a lot of unhappy feuding. In other words, if you're on a set in the next few months... Keep your eyes open for crackling electric wires and look out for falling objects. And that's it for this week. Next week, we go on safari. For Martini Shot, this is Rob Long. And Rob will join all your favorites in this weekend's Culture File Weekly on Saturday evening at 6.30 p.m. But tomorrow at 6.10, it's Culture File Likes.